just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back here on Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we're going to be re- reacting to, God, it feels like I've been awake this whole day. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. We're going to be reacting to week five of college football action. That being thoughts on the Georgia-Auburn game, Notre Dame versus Duke, and LSU versus Old Miss. Sean, before we get into it, I do have to call you out, obviously, for your actions yesterday, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, correct? You know you know exactly what I'm talking what, what about? What the hell are you referring to? I'm referring to the antics that you did with calling me during the Notre Dame-Duke game. You know exactly what it, what happened on the phone and, and what you were putting me through. Do you remember anything that you did last night? I'm not – I am not. I wasn't doing antics. I was trying to talk ball with no, a friend. No, 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 no. I was okay. talking shop. Uh, so I was debating if I wanted to bring this up when we did the reaction to the Duke-Notre Dame game. But, no, I want. I would like to, to, talk, to talk about this. I would like to know from our listeners if what you did is acceptable behavior to do to your friend – who is clearly suffering watching his team struggle with a team that they should be beating against. And I'm obviously referring to the fact that after we spoke on the phone, Sean, for an hour, you then called me back an hour later and you started, first of all, your feed was ahead of mine, kept calling out the plays before they happened, and then you no, farted into the I phone did. twice. No, you I farted didn't do that. the phone twice. Yes, I didn't you did. do that. No, 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 no. That was just a connection issue. That's all that was. I wasn't. I wasn't forting in in the phone. Okay, pal. Uh, so that's just something that might uh-huh. have been on your end. Personally, uh, the feed thing, I wasn't. I was biting my tongue. Uh, good. No, like no, 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 no. Because what you do when you say, "Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything," you start making noises. You start going, "Oh, oh, oh, that. Oh, that's not great." Doesn't that sound was like what me. you were doing. Doesn't sound like me. It just doesn't sound like something that I would do. The reason why I'm bringing this up is not that I'm annoyed by the antics Mm -hmm. is that you are upset that I hung up the phone and then would not call you back. I was. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you. I I was sitting. You talked to me for an hour before that. And then you were being a dick during the game. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. Oh, my God. Joe, Joe, you got to call me. I was just talking shop. That's all I was doing. Uh, And for some reason, you didn't want to talk shop. I don't get that. We always talk shop and watch football. It's it's some of my best memories. Uh, But 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 just because you have an inferior way to consume football on a slower feed uh, than mine, that means that I can't I can't breathe differently when we're on the phone watching a football game because it wasn't like I was like oh touchdown because there weren't a lot of those. Uh, I was just like you know just kind of talking with you talking about the game. You called out through your actions, or not through your actions, your your reaction without saying mm. certain important things Mm-mm. in the second half that led to Duke scoring touchdowns and Duke getting the football back. You indirectly indicated those things. I think that that is not good etiquette. You were inta- you were trying to antagonize me. Let's no, I, I just wanted to talk to you. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to talk to you, and then I for you to think. I, Mm-hmm. For you to think. Also, by the way, you responded what? to some tweets uh, of mine talking about, you know, just just general evening activities that I had going on. And for some reason, you thought you were like this this person I was talking about. Uh, you wait, 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 wait. 
Let, let's pull up the tweet. Let's pull sure. up the tweet. All right, pull up the tweet then. Let's let's pull up the tweet. We'll pull it up then. The pull exact the wording of what you said that I responded to mm-hmm. was where is it? Okay, no, here I just we go. It out one noter, one noted Notre Dame fan is ducking my calls to simply discuss the game. I expected more from such a confident and secure fan base. I know you don't know any other Notre Dame fan. I know plenty. Name one. Ryan Roberts. You don't talk to Ryan Roberts. I he texted me today. Yeah, I know he did. He wanted to come on the FCS show. I told him no. Why would you do that? We love Ryan Roberts. Because if I love Ryan, but we have a tight schedule today, and if okay. he comes on the FCS show, the 25-minute reaction show becomes an hour and a half long because mm. Ryan loves to talk football. Sure. Who does? We're not going to get we're not going to get I love talking football. Guy. Here's here's what I've gotten from this whole conversation. Sean what? likes talking ball. Ryan likes talking ball. Joe does not. No. You stink. You stink. I, I, no, I'm a good friend. That I know that for sure. Good friends don't fart in the phone when their team is the when their other friend's team is struggling. That was just that was just a connection thing. Maybe your team should be better then. So the the follow up giggle when I said, "Did you just fart into the phone?" <laughs> that was it's just a funny was, sentence. That was strictly a funny sentence. Come on, I now. hate you so much. Um, betting this week was not good for me. Mm. Uh, can you share with our listeners a message from our sponsors from from Bet Online Monday? It was the first week I was in the red, not by much, but I was in the red by a, a, a couple of units. Not a not a great weekend. Yeah, when you have a couple hot weekends in a row and people notice it and they acknowledge it and they say, "Wow, you know, th- this guy might might be onto something." They start asking you what you like. They start asking you, and I have a process. And they they ask and they interrupt and they ask and they interrupt, and then I you know I make some picks and they're a little more willy nilly this weekend, and and then, then it became a oh look at Sean's locks. Look at Mr. I never said they were locks. <laughs> first of all, if I if I'm not calling them a mega nuclear play, then that that's what I mean by a lock. If I'm saying it's a lock, that's just a bet. But I didn't even say that. Uh, so I was getting crushed this weekend because some stupid teams did stupid things. Uh, but if you if you want to get crushed too, bet online week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl. Bet online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today, right now, uh, or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Uh, remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, it's where the game starts. It's where resentment starts. It's where cheeky banter turns to uh, a venom. That's where that's it's that starts there. Okay. Uh, it's okay. where just it, it's where, where, where nice little fun can happen also. You, you have a good day. Speaking of cheeking ban- uh, banter, I, I have to br- I have to bring this up. Um, our betting picks, mm-hmm. and this isn't. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. It, it's kind of set the table for itself here. Our betting picks was one of our worst weeks collectively, and I was coming in and I was I was checking mine and on the doc that we have, and I was highlighting to see where the current scoring is. I haven't updated the scoring. Sure. And I knew that I took a bath. I had one push. My pit Virginia Tech bet didn't even come close to hitting. And then Iowa was a point away from covering by uh, – or two points, rather, from from covering that 11.5-point spread. And I was thinking to myself, wow, Sean's really going to gain some ground on me. Uh, you went 0-3. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that sums up the weekend pretty pretty well. Here's what happened. Uh, I let people know that's what happened uh, because I was leading CFE – in all of our picks this season. Oh. And then Dan mentioned it on the show, like oh. to kick the show off. And that means everyone's aware now. 
and now my bets won't hit. Uh, so partially blaming uh, uh, Dan, and then I'm partially blaming myself because I saw that you had clipped together our nice little betting segment on the YouTube channel. If you're watching now, you can watch that, see what we're referring to. And I tweeted it out, and I let people know we're 20 and 10 combined as a show. So I did that to myself, and I did that to you, and I'll wear that. I will wear that on the I, – I, I will take it on the chin. I will take the blame because I told people – that I had recently hit a few bets or made a couple correct picks. So I did that. I think maybe we wouldn't have both had a bad weekend. If you had simply said, Joe is 80% correct on his picks. And I I happen to also sometimes be picking correct games as well. I don't know if I believe that. Okay. All right. Let's talk about these games. I want to start with George Auburn. And actually it's kind of funny. Um, you and I watched this game together in a way because we were on the phone for the basically the entire second half when we were talking about what was transpiring as it went down. Georgia ends up surviving a really close near-upset attempt by Auburn. And right now it feels like the reaction from the general public, those that don't know football, are saying, oh, Georgia's toast. The floor has fallen out. The historic run that they have is going to come to an end. They're going to lose to somebody. They have looked rough in games that they should be blowing out opponents. And this Auburn game is just another example of that. I I really don't think that's the case, Sean. I thought that, one, that Auburn, Hugh Freeze are in a really good position for the future. I think that that team is is set up for success. But at the same time, dude, Georgia is dealing with so many injuries. And they still are kicking the crap out of teams defensively. Like, why are we doing this? Why do we do this? Five games into a season when new guys are playing at important positions like Carson Beck and guys in the offensive line are out like Amarius Mims and we think that the sky is falling. That's not the case. We need to just freaking settle down. But we like the sky falling. That's what we like. And I'll get into the nitty gritty of it in a moment because there were a couple things in Georgia that I saw a complete misuse from. Uh, But I, I think that the perception, they've been so good that the perception makes it feel like the bottom is falling out. Whereas today I titled the video, uh, it it is uh, Georgia looked human. And that feels like it's even a low blow because they've looked so exceptional over the last two years, not a low blow, but like an overreaction to the situation, but they did look human. They do not look like the offense is running as good with Carson Beck than it did with Stetson Bennett. This is, this is just how it is. I, I thought that their usage, well, you think that, do you think Carson Beck over the last two years is, is getting two rings through the first five games that you're seeing him with? I'm not making that face because I'm necessarily disagreeing with you. It's more of like a contemplation of do I 100% agree or do I 100% disagree? I, I think I'm, I think I'm at about 75 right now, even agreeing with myself because it's still week five. I'm at about 75, 75% agree agreeing with, with myself has to be one of the, one of the <laughs> weirdest things that has ever been. I'd hope that you agree with yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what yeah, the hell is yeah. the point sometimes of doing no. a college? Oh God, Joe, show. if you see, if you see the way that sometimes I swing a bat in MLB, the show, you wonder what, what I, I, I'm even doing in my own body. You would think this guy has no business dealing with his hands and body, but regardless, Georgia, yeah. Georgia did some weird things and some really good things. They stray away from their best play and the most dominant play in college football all the time. You know what that play is? 
I think you do because we talked about it. That's, hey, sit in the pocket and throw it to Brock Bowers. Mm. They go away from that all the time. Do the Chiefs go away from that all the time? No. No. They keep on throwing the ball to Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, whatever it is, stupid Kelsey. All right? They One more Taylor Swift pro. No, yeah, don't, not, don't, don't, not, don't, don't, not, don't give, I, I just, don't, I just, I just, I just, don't give any run. Don't give any run to that. It was about to snap, about to snap before the show, but back to the point, the chiefs feed their tight end. That is their best play. George's best play is throwing the ball to Brock Bowers. What do you have? Like nine catches for 150 and an awesome touchdown yesterday. And, and every time he got the ball, it seemed like he did it after they did something super stupid on offense, like, like, like setting up. Their offensive line isn't built to be running around in space, uh, clearing dudes up. Now, I'm sure in outside zone, there's some freaks, and they're very good offensive linemen. They can move the way. But their best, at their best, is pass protecting in that nice, making a nice, clean pocket for Carson Beck to deliver a ball. That's Georgia's offensive line at their best. And for some reason, they stray away and do weird screens. I've been on this anti-screen pass jag for all, the, the whole season for even the NFL. I don't know what it is. Why am I seeing so many screen passes? I don't it's think the it's the wave. Mo- it's the new I don't wave. know why. It's not the most effective way to get your ball, ball uh, uh, catches the ball in space. Because you're just setting them up for a defensive back to come clean them up anyways. Well, it, I, think so I, I, it, I think that it used to work. Here's, here's actually a very interesting thought. I think that it used to work when linebackers were just like 260 pounds and couldn't freaking move. And that when they over-pursued sure. and defensive linemen over-pursued, there was a massive chasm of space. But now what we've got is freakish athletes at corner that are reading it, blowing it up. And then you've got outside linebackers that are so freaking fast that are just coming downhill and it's blowing not the Lance it up. Briggs era anymore. It's it's right. You, you gotta you it gotta deal with some freaks. It doesn't work as much, but I, I don't mean to have cut off your point, but nah, you bring up a really good over. It was what we were talking about during the game, though. Mike Bobo is acting like a bozo with the fact that he is not just getting the that might have been one of the best and worst hey, things I've ever said on the show. Just say, go, you go. I one of the they are not just saying we have the best player in college football. We have the best athlete in college football. We need to get him the ball. Brock Bowers is the most unguardable player in the sport. Marvin Harrison Jr. has been a little bit contained in some of the games that he's played. A little bit. But Brock Bowers has continually showed that when you just throw the ball in his direction, he's going to catch the ball. He's going to make a play. Until he gets hurt, he's going to continue to produce. The guy belongs in the conversation for the Heisman. I've said that. He's not going to get brought up in the conversation because he's a freaking tight end. But he needs 20 targets. I know that sounds ridiculous, but just throw him the Throw him the fucking ball. Just throw him the ball. It's that simple. It's that simple. He should be getting a running back share of touches every game. He He's should the be. the only tight end I've seen that can take a jet sweep, and they've given him jet sweeps. Give him – just give him the ball. Dude, he's, he's exceptional. Uh, so, it, it just – it feels like Georgia this year has been still figuring themselves out through five weeks. And new guy, new players, new scheme, it happens. I'm sure in the last couple of years, there were some weird games. Like, didn't they have a weird game against Mizzou uh, last they year? They did la- like, last like, year. And Kent I, State, they gave up a weird amount of points to Kent State. I'm cool with a weird game every now and then. I think that 
uh, and I'll talk about it later. Like Penn State getting their super odd, underwhelming performance out of the way early. Uh, it, it couldn't. It's not a terrible thing, but you can't expect for fans or us, not I mean media, I guess, to be like, oh, everything's going great. You know, you you, you beat Auburn, who just got ran up and down by Texas A&M the week before in the toxicity bowl too. Uh, and, and then you just, you beat them by seven with goofball, Hugh freeze. And, 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 and this, uh, this, give, this, give you free some credit, man. Give him his flowers. No. He's, he's coaching well right now. He's don't, doing fine. Don't. Let's see what happens. What was the, what was the word that I used in college to describe the media? What was that one time when we were getting interviewed by, the school paper and i i said something just ridiculous what was it because you just called us the media and i don't this show is not the media god what is it did i say the press what was it was that you what the said word i'm was? not scared of the press or something like that i'm sure I, I don't know if it was the press it was there was another word that i used that was just a ridiculous statement uh nonetheless let's let's talk about this duke notre dame game separate from you antagonizing me with your bodily functions into the telephone it's just um, a friend trying to talk to another friend and this don't was, you mm, and you're you're, you know, you're you're painting with a pretty broad brush here after don't, we, fart, in the, mic, don't fart in the phone start, when you call me the mic. stop farting, farting on the mic as soon as the show okay opens. actually wait 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 wait. okay all right yeah it's one yeah, of the yeah, funniest things we're, we're, so why is it not funny why is the it's hilarious when we do it but you don't do it when your team when your buddy's pissed off watching a game Oh, and he's just trying to watch the game Get a grip. in silence. <laughs> this game, this game was one of those ones where you don't leave the house, the lights aren't on in your apartment, and you just sit and you stew. Your phone, <laughs> I threw it across the room. That's the one positive this the uh, outcome of the game. My phone was broken. The vibrator on my phone was not working. I threw it across the room. It bounced. It ricocheted. It hit the floor. TV. And now the phone is vibrating again. So that's the one positive. Nice. I threw it so hard. Here, um, I appreciate your you're wanting to watch the game in silence because when Atlanta's okay. playing, I I don't I want to be in a dark room and I want to be by myself where I can yell. Uh, I also just found it. Uh, the <laughs> new sports media club going strong parallels new minor from RodiCigar.com. One of the quotes that you had: "I'm not afraid of the press." Wait, that in was the, in the article. I think so. I think that no, was wasn't. in the article. I, no, I can find it and go through the archive. But I have your, and I don't want to give out your entire thing. I put out a, uh, I guess, a Snapchat story from from us thanking her. Why would you, why would you say that? Why would I say that if you hadn't said in that article, I'm not afraid. I don't. Of the I, I think I said it before we sat down with her. Could, all right, let's let's talk about the game. My <laughs> my main point is that uh, not even really a point. This was just one of those games where you just sit in in silence, pissed off until your team wins the game. I was really close to just having a complete meltdown. I don't care if it, if I sound like a hack fan, I absolutely don't. I was more frustrated watching this game than I was watching the Ohio state game. Their offense, Notre Dame's offense lacks so much depth at receiver. The lack of receiving talent has held them back to this point and it's going to hurt them down the line. They were dealing with injuries and without, Great house and some of those other guys, they were cooked. They couldn't throw the ball. Elko Maybe, schemed yeah. the shit out of them. Maybe you should try to trade for uh, Chase Claypool. Bring him back. Shut up. Work. Shut up. What? I, I heard he's having some dysfunction with the Bears, and the only time he's ever been good is the rookie year at the Steelers, and then 
I, I don't know, half a season at Notre Dame. I don't really care. I mean, he was pretty bad at Notre Dame. He didn't do anything at Notre Dame. Yeah, I think you need to give Duke a little bit of credit. And you did, and you gave more credit than I thought you were by praising Mike Elko's scheme. Mike Elko has, has built something tangible at Duke. That is a legitimate college football defense. Yeah. He's got a legitimate college football quarterback, and the offense uh, uh, works in a way that I appreciate where they're not trying to do anything crazy. They're just trying to take advantage of what the deficiency is on defense. And if they didn't, it would have been a blowout for Notre Dame. Vice versa. They play they, they play strong, fast, disciplined football at Duke. And it's crazy as hell I'm talking about Duke being a legit team. You should not be, be – this is going to be a good win for Notre Dame at the end of the year. And I, I know it's crazy because Duke used to be, oh, you beat Duke. You're supposed to beat Duke. Duke's a basketball school. Elko has built something there. And that is that is a legit front seven that swarms to the ball and doesn't give you anything. So that is a quality win, even though you got by by the skin of your teeth on a crazy-ass touchdown run where I'm sitting here like, I can't believe this was not in the bag for Notre Dame. This was well, not – this was – this. I can't believe Duke just let that happen. Yeah, the they that 16 scramble. You, yes. you guys got to build a statue tomorrow for Hartman. Tomorrow he gets a statue. I mean, they they got so goddamn lucky that he didn't take a hit or that somebody didn't come up. I, I really thought that when he scrambled on that fourth and 16, that there was so much time. I was like, oh, here comes the safety that's going to come downhill. And just yeah. send him into waiting, another planet. You're waiting for the screen to open up because you're just tracking him. Yes. You're tracking, cameraman's tracking him. Track. Where's everyone else? Where's the guy that's going to shut it down and make it look like a bad play? Yeah. It's a great play. It was a fantastic football player play. Sam, uh, uh, Sam Hartman is a football player. Hartman? No, I was close. I was close. Uh, I got a little ahead of myself. The problem, though, that actually really sucks about this, is Riley Leonard goes down with a high ankle sprain. Apparently, that's what the injury is. And he's going to be out for a little bit. And Duke, yeah. uh, look, I'm going to say this. Duke is going to lose a couple more games until he's back. And even when he's back, an ankle injury is going to hinder him. He's not going to be the same runner. They don't have anything outside of him. He, as an athlete, as a carrier of the football, is what gave them a shot to win that game. They said, you know what? We can't throw the damn ball. Nobody's open. We're just going to run read option. And I think we said that in the preview too, where you just said run, run, read option, just go after that defense. Yeah. You're not going to be able to throw the ball against that secondary. And they did that. So if he can't run and he's not available, I, I don't know how they're going to run the table with the rest of their schedule. So that's not going to look that good on their resume. Yeah, they they will be a little – I think it still will because we'll remember it before their offense was hindered uh, by the, the injury. Fuck you. What did – what? Did I – what, what? What? Did I do something? You suck. Just keep talking. I, I okay. I'm, I'm just saying, man. Hindered, hindered. Uh, but <laughs> we should remember it's a good win. I think because I, I actually, I remember looking over these when I was working at Sirius. I would have to cut up the, uh, the CFP voters meetings, and I would, I would go through the transcript so I wouldn't have to listen to all that mess. Uh, and I would look through the transcript, and they're talking about wins that took place in week three, week four what the quarterback situation is. So, I mean, don't, don't let me get ahead of myself. Notre Dame ain't making the playoff. You know, I hope people don't think uh, that I'm leading into that. But we, it will be remembered as a good win. This Duke team is good enough 
to to at least have that memory of being like, wow, yeah, they they beat Clemson that year. That was a good year. It might be a bit of a bar trivia question. It might be a sports bar trivia question, but it was still a good year. Uh, so I, I think it's a win that you should take with you. You just be happy that you got it by the grace of God. Speaking of grace of God, uh huh. Ole Miss versus LSU oh, has that's, some. That's what are you talking? Level. There was no God. There was no divinity. There was no. You don't no. think that there was some level of invention no. here? No, that was I'm, that was voodoo magic, and 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 just just I, I believe people were praying. They were playing praying to Akira. <laughs> they were praying to, to different di- deities to to get another touchdown. And, oh my and, god! And force defensive backs to completely forget that they're playing defensive back. Like, I mean, that, that's what's going that- on in that stadium. The way that Quinshawn Judkins was running the ball as goddamn angry as he was, yes. was demonic. demonic that yes. was, was, oh my God. I, I mean, there was some intervention watching him literally move the first down line on that one touchdown. I tweeted one of the most hacked what's, things I've tweeted. Yeah, I know. I saw. What, but what's his he, touchdown dance, by the way? He does. He just does oh, an I don't old know, school man. robot, I think. I love it. It's like a Madden player, man. It's like yeah, he's not rules. even... You he's just mash of, the buttons and it just goes to the first celebration that it's he's like he's not the doing the gritty, he's not hitting them folks. Like I don't I don't know what it is. It, it's almost like a Sean Tucker bit where I just I can't get enough. Uh I like Quinchon Judkins. Dude, this game sucks for LSU, man, because I yeah. really thought that LSU was gonna win this game, that they were gonna string together some wins and they were gonna start to look really good. But dude, they got pushed around by old Mrs. Front. Their offensive line that hasn't shown up once. And LSU is a really good D-line. I don't know, dude. I think that LSU is – they're kind of cooked. I don't think that there is a path for them to do any legitimate damage. No, They're exposed. They are – that's my biggest thing here. It's very rare by week five someone's problems are exposed. Their secondary isn't covering anyone. They're not stopping anyone right now, man. There's so much to pull out from this game. One, I, I saw a great tweet. Uh, funny math. Uh, put Harold Perkins on the line. Have him rush uh, with his hand in the dirt. He gets a sack. That's good. Like, like that's the a good LSU play. But they won't do that. They like having him in coverage for some reason. Secondly, to so move Lane, to safety if you're just going to do stupid shit. Lane Kiffin decided that if he's going to lay an egg against Alabama. That means it's time to play spoiler for everybody in week five. And and that's his role. That's his role in the SEC. It's not win the SEC. It's not make the playoff. It's not even have a relatively competitive game with Alabama. It's after we lose to Alabama, the biggest game on our, on our calendar every year, that's when we start playing football. That's when we decide – to, to let the dogs out and just go crazy and unlock the playbook. Where was this old Miss team? What were these play calls? Where was the, the, the spread offense and all the movement? It was, it was beautiful. And, and, and the week before they looked like they looked like the worst team in 1986. They looked like we were watching Akron try to play against Alabama. Akron stinks. Also, they lost to Buffalo. Yeah. Nice job picking that, but but that's the most frustrating part of this. And I, I, on my other show with Blake, the one right before this brought up a really good point. He thinks that the play calling has switched back to Lane Kiffin and that he is the one calling the plays. It now. should always be him. Always. It, he's an offensive genius. I don't know why he would ever take that play card out of his hands, but 
that's what pisses me off is that if you're gonna be good, be good every goddamn week. <laughs> don't don't do this shit. Where you you piss the bed against Alabama, you oh. don't show up, and then you decide that you want to actually play a football game with some real nuts against LSU. And when the- you've already derailed your season a little bit. Yeah. And you you're you're just now burning and in like a Heisman level uh, performance from LSU's quarterback. That's what you're saying. He's going to go out and go bonkers and we're, it's not going to count for Dick because we, we won because Ole Miss won. You know what I know is going to happen. I don't know Uh, who they play next off the top of my head. I'm going to look it up. I just know that in one or two games that they're going to put up like 10 points offensively. They are the most annoyingly, intentionally inconsistent team in college football. It's I almost love them like so they, much. They just show up to cause problems and then they peace out. They just dip. They're they instigators. They, they are, they are instigators. They have Arkansas next and it wouldn't shock if, me if they didn't stoop down to that and only <laughs> score 20, like 20 points, man. If, if, if Mark Phillips and the RDC guys like were into college football and not basketball, Ole Miss would be a skit every week. It would be a skit every week about Lane Kiffin being an instigator because that's what he is. And I know there's like SEC shorts and all the other people that make videos about college football, but that he is a a a, a media maker. I, I just it, you you have to be sick. LSU fans should be sick that they lost. They have two losses now. The SEC West is a mess. They're yes. sick already. You, you you're sick with a loss. But then you're sick with the way that you lost and then by the team that you lost and what they've already done and all the shtick that they do. And they were quite, they were so loud going into Alabama. Lane Kiffin was trolling. He and then was they're quiet memes. going into LSU. And then they're silent and locked in going to LSU. It's, what is this game? You're not playing chess. Bit. Everyone's playing uh, chess and checkers. He's playing like Baccarat and Mahjong. He's at, playing at the other end of the casino. He is not he's playing, playing like hungry, hungry hippos. It's not. It's not, not even on the same. The same it's not even a puzzle. It's just mash the board. Just mash the freaking uh, the the lever and see how many balls you can pick up. They're it's all. Not, in, everybody's in the casino, but but Lane's on a different floor. He's 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 rolling dice. With the with the bartenders, the parking on, lot. On, on yeah, in the parking lot. Everyone else it's, is just shooting craps and having a good time. Every every college football program, you know, has the stupid posters like "Get our countdown to the college football playoff." Blah blah blah. You know, they've got all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got all that junk. I, I don't think that there is any speech nothing from lane kiffin he just decides i think this week we're gonna turn it on and just screw everything up for everybody no no, winning the next week's game no we don't we're not gonna show up for that game we're gonna completely mess things up for lsu but arkansas we're gonna poop our pants we're not gonna play well at all he's going fellas i know last week was tough but i've drawn up 30 new plays and they all work and they all work versus lsu Coach, what happened? Alabama, did we have any new plays? For, no, no. Couldn't no more jet it. sweeps. Couldn't no more jet it. sweeps. <sighs> okay, other thoughts from the weekend. Sure. Um, my first one. I'm I'm I do this every week. Oh, yeah. There's a, oh, there's like a team that I buy too much into, and then I am reminded <laughs> that their head coach <laughs> stinks. It's- 
And this week it was Florida. Oh, well, he's got a good haircut though, right? No. Oh. He doesn't even have good facial hair. Mm. Billy Napier had all this momentum. And you're playing against a team that literally can't throw the ball. Kentucky can't throw the ball. And not only do you get your ass kicked, but you give up a historic performance to Ray Davis of Kentucky. They didn't. They just said they weren't going to try and stop him. They just said, no, go ahead. Why bother? Go ahead. Oh, you want to run to the end zone? Go ahead. I, I'm I'm so tired of picking Florida and putting – I don't know why I do this to myself. That's stupid. They, they stink. They stink. Florida stinks. You're not wrong. They stink, and they – they're like the opposite of Ole Miss. Like they're still in the same category, but they're just they're they're not even invited to the party. They are like sneaking their way in, and then you know they they might play a game of a beer pong and, and win win a game and, and look like oh look at this I'm finally you know part of the team finally with everybody and nope then you do something like this you spill a drink you knock the table over uh, you you just do something dumb and that's what Florida does it's just a weird dumb guy trying to fit in and they don't and florida fans are sitting here looking at all these other programs that were restarting at the same time that they were rebuilding and they have to be sick too because those other programs are ahead of schedule florida not ahead of schedule you're going to bank your, your best win is going to be against tennessee well tennessee is having a weird nebulous odd bad good year is that going to be the best win they have this year yes it will yeah, and I, you know, what I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna remember them getting uh, spanked by Utah. That's what I'm gonna remember, and that's when I stopped really taking interest in Florida. Was when I saw their performance versus Utah. I should have done that. Them, but but you know, I see what their scores are. But I'm like, ah, I remember that spanking. I remember that one. They haven't shown me anything Florida. to get past that. Yeah, Florida stinks. All right, uh, your first one. Yeah, my first thought. Penn State uh, touched on a little bit earlier. Looked really sleepy versus Northwestern for like three quarters, like concerningly sleepy. Like Drew Aller is not delivering the ball as they need to. The offense is not moving the ball like they need to. The defense is playing fine. They've got a legit defense. They've got legit players on that defense. Kalen King, you you can't put a wide receiver on him if you want that wide receiver to get touches. He's he's locked down. They have a, they have a good defense, but the offense showed. They were sleepwalking versus Northwestern. And don't come into the kitchen talking about Northwestern just upset Minnesota. I don't care. P.J. Flex a weirdo, and he gets his teams way too hype and way too lax. And, and, and that's what's going to happen. Northwestern's a disaster. They have been a disaster this season. They had a disaster offseason. They're not good. And they were hanging around, legitimately hanging around with uh, Penn State for three quarters of football. I did a reaction video to that game. Look, they don't have any receivers. Keandre Lambert Smith's the only guy, and he's he's fine. They don't have any good options. It's all tight ends and running backs. That's that crap is going to catch up to them. They're not going to oh, beat Ohio State. They're not going to be Michigan. I'm yes. telling you right now. Should not be a hot take. Um, my second one. Let's uh, let's give Texas their cookie. Let's let's give Texas their cookie. Okay. They they've beaten. A bunch of backup quarterbacks, and they beat another backup quarterback. Dude, I'm so mad, and I wasn't rooting for Kansas to win. My Kansas covering pick didn't hit. But the fact that Jalen Daniels wasn't available because of back tightness, we were deprived of what could have been a really good football game, and it ends up being a blowout. 
But guys, Texas fans, you guys got to settle down. You act, you're acting like you've won the national like championship. You've never been there before. It's like you're a historic program. Act like you've been there before, please. Just, it's insane. It's insane. I, I'm I'm over it, and I hope Oklahoma wins. I'm I'm so over the, wow. the Texas fan reactions. I got you. I think uh, it might be new. I think Pat might have noted today that it's their it's Texas's first five and zero start since 09, which a little bit bonkers. But I feel like they've always had a weird loss every September since 2010. So it makes sense when you start thinking about it. Maybe they haven't been here in a while. But you're gonna start. You're gonna start running your mouths right before Red River, right before the week before. Yeah, this is this weekend. I don't know if they're locked in. I don't. What are the charities? They're they, they're just still tripping the light. Fantastic. All right, your last final. Uh, thought. Yours is terrible. One. This is terrible. This is what Maryland, the University of Maryland, sneaky wagon, sneaky five and zero. Oh. Talia Tungavailoa, five touchdown performance. He has been looking against sharp. who? Who did he have five touchdowns against? Indiana. Okay. Discussion Stop over. It. No, no. Maryland, sneaky wagon, cover machine, fun team, good, good team, good fun. Mike Loxley, good Maryland team, okay. good fun. That's okay. what okay. it is. They're not you a wait, sneaky you wait wagon. They, spoiler. The, you wait. they are the bad team wagon where they, they just beat the crap out of all the crappy teams that they play on their schedule. But then the, when they have to show up and play against Maryland or not Maryland, Michigan or somebody, they're I'm just sorry, are they the undefeated? Are they undefeated right now? Do okay, they have a loss? Five, does your team have a loss? Louisville's does, does five and oh. Louisville's five and oh. What does that mean? Does your team have a loss? Louisville's five and oh. Louisville might be a sneaky wagon too. You suck. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Good What's the respect on the Terps? We'll be back with more folks. Enjoy the rest of your week.